<laughs> yeah. This is Tony Baker, and it's time for another session of that verbal cardio. What's going on, good people? Shout out to my uh, co-host in the building, Water, man. Got to take a swig of that. Mm. Oh, man. Now we're cooking with grease, guys. What's going on, man? Um, So, it's the summertime. Summertime at the box office means the big movies are rolling out. Um, And I've seen my share this summer, okay? Starting with Captain America's Civil War. The Conjuring 2, I've seen, shoot, what else did I see this summer? Let me cue up all the movies that I've seen so far this summer, man. Uh, I love the movie season because I hate the heat, and uh, I just like to, you know, I just love movies, first of all, and what better way and excuse is to, uh, you know, just... Go to the movies. Like, why you at the movies so much? Because it's hot as hell and it's AC in there. I've seen Central Intelligence this summer, The Conjuring 2. Now you see me too. X-Men, Apocalypse, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. And, uh, yeah, I think those are the summer movies that I've seen so far. You know, I've seen some other movies this summer as well, but they came out before the summer movie season kicked in. Uh, most recently though, I saw Finding Dory from, uh, Pixar. Now, Finding Dory is a sequel to the, uh, super successful Pixar joint, Finding Nemo. Um, let me tell you something, man. I don't know what it is about Pixar. They just know how to tap into your very soul and heart, man. They're... Their track record is just ridiculous with quality product, man. Like, they got that product. If they were drug dealers, they would be highly successful. Because people just be, yo, man, you got that new Pixar release, man. Let me let me get another toy story about you, man. Come, come on with The Incredibles too, man. I need The Incredibles too, Pixar. Oh. Come on, man. Y'all killing me. Pixar is killing it, man. First of all, let's, let's, this whole podcast is going to be about Pixar movies, man, because they just kill it. They know how to tap into your soul, man. First, starting off, their very first movie was Toy Story. Okay. Out the gate. Banger, man. That came out November 1995. Now, let me tell y'all something, man. I'm 39 years old. 1995, I was 18, 19, and uh, I already graduated high school, you know, but I had a nephew, young nephew, let's see, around that time, he was probably like six, yeah, I think Dragon was about six, man, so wouldn't take him to see Toy Story, now mind you, I wasn't pumped about it, I was like, oh, this is some cool looking new type of animation, but I wasn't in no hurry to see it, man. Like Woody and Buzz, like, yeah, man, man, I don't know, man. Let's just watch the shit and see what happens, man. I watched that movie, man. That movie blew me away, man. I was like, yo, <laughs> top to bottom, man. Satisfaction in that climax. I was like, this movie right here 
caught me off guard, man. Left field, I was like, I was not ready. I was not ready. I wasn't ready for the quality of Toy Story, man. I was blown away. I was like, yo, this movie was stupid good. So, so Pixar kicked it off in a major way. I was like, yo, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Woody. I'm feeling Buzz. Like as a toy. I would rather play with Buzz. Like, you know, he got the space suit. He was flying around. He had the little laser beam, which really wasn't a laser. And I love the fact that he really thought he was about that space cadet life. He really thought he was doing this out here. And everybody else was like, come on, man. Humble yourself out here. And like, he was the hottest toy on the block at the time, man. Super great story. The characters was great. Tim Allen and Tom Hanks killed it. I was like, yo, Toy Story is cracking. So then after that, they came out with A Bug's Life. Now, I remember watching it and enjoying it. Didn't like it as much as Toy Story because Toy Story was just incredible. But Bug's Life was good. I was like, all right, Pixar, y'all 2-0 and out here. And I remember my favorite part of A Bug's Life is the outtakes and the credits where they, it's funny that they have outtakes and it's a cartoon. It's animated. And, like, it was the part where it was an intense scene where, you know, the villain played by Kevin Spacey, you know, the uh, grasshopper that was the main villain, he was just getting mad because they kept fumbling. (laughs) The dude the villain was talking to kept fumbling the lines. You could just see the disgust in his face. It had me dying because it it was, like, so human-like. I was like, that's funny as hell. A Bug's Life. I think I only saw it, like, one time, though. But I remember, I remember enjoying it. And I was like, yo, man, these cats did it again, man. Still wasn't no Toy Story, though. But it was legit. All right, they was 2-0. and oh. Then after that, and Bugs Life came out in like 98. I remember I was, you know, I was fresh at uh, New Mexico State University when that came out. So uh, I didn't, I don't know if I saw it at the movie theater or not. I don't think I saw it at the movie theater. As you know, in college, man. But, you know, I saw it on DVD. And, uh, yeah, I I didn't, uh, a lot of movies slipped under the radar for me when I first, first got to college, man. Because that came out in November of 98. So far, they had like two November releases then. Then they come out November again of 99. Because I remember this was out around the time Sleepy Hollow came out. The Tim Burton joint with Johnny Depp, which I loved, by the way. Uh, Toy Story 2 came out. That shit was fire. They did it again, man. They did it again. I didn't think I was going to like it because they forced like a little Woody counterpart on us. The little lady cowboy. I was like, man, y'all overdoing it now. But she sold me, man. And her story was super sad. And I was like, man, dog. Y'all done did it again. Pixar know how to tap into like almost every Pixar joint. They hit an emotional chord where you just like, damn, like, you know, y'all trying to get me, man. And I wasn't really crying at movies at this time because, you know, I didn't have my sons yet. So, you know, my soul was still just on empty kind of not really on empty, but I wasn't crying at movies. So, you know, the first Toy Story didn't choke me up. Bugs Life, I don't even remember it choking me up whatsoever. But I remember a sad piece in Toy Story 2 when it was telling you, the girl cowboys little story. I was like, damn. And the song they was playing, I was like, y'all really trying to get me out here, man. Toy Story 2 was great, man. Great sequel. I was like, yo, this this sequel is how you do it. It was super good, man. 3-0 Pixar, man. Out here killing it 
once again. Um, and then after that, 2001, November again. November was their month. They came, they come out with Monsters, Inc., man. Now, I'm a father at this time. Uh, I got both the boys at this time because it's 2001. So, Serene was born and Sincere was born. My kids are close in age. Don't judge me. So, Monsters, Inc. come out. You got these two monsters and, like, scaring kids. It's just work for them. They just, like, clocking in. You know, they going to different closets. Like, the storyline was incredible, man. Like, they just clocking in. It's just part of their job, man. And then, you know, they feel some kind of way if they ain't scaring these kids. They're like, man, I'm I just ain't cutting it out here. I ain't scaring the kids like I used to. When you think about it, it's like, that's a cold job. But like, you know, they was really doing this. And then, you know, they come across, um, what's her name? Boo? Is her name Boo? I forget the little girl's name. They come across her. She ended up going to their side of the closet. And, um, you know, hilarity and heartfelt moments ensue after that. Super dope characters, man. Sully and uh, I forget the other character's name. The the dude with the one eye and the big hairy monster. These cast was great, man. John Goodman and Billy Crystal did the voices. Once again, Pixar, 4-0 on these streets, man. 4-0. Monsters, Inc., man. Another dope one. And, you know, they trying to get your heartstrings, but they still didn't fully get, you know, I didn't fold up. At the movie theater, but I remember it was some touching moments in that joint. And then their fifth release, and this was like their most successful box office wise at the time. In May 2003, Finding Nemo came out. Man, that movie right there. That movie right there was making all the money, man. And the super dope storyline. The characters were great. Marlon looking for his son, Nemo. He had already lost his wife. And, you know, he was he, he just wasn't going to lose Nemo. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't going to do that. So the whole movie, they go out on the quest to find Nemo, all these characters, man, sharks, the the fish in the fish tank with, with at the dentist's office, Super Dory, you know what I'm saying? The fish with no short-term memory, man. That 5-0, and oh, man, Pixar did it again, and they was getting your heartstrings again, like in the beginning with the loss of the wife. I'm like, oh, so y'all so y'all going to tap into my emotions early now. This is what we doing, Pixar, like early? All right, let's see what y'all doing. Still didn't fold, but damn it, they almost got my ass with that one. Then 2004, they back to November now, and this is my favorite Pixar movie of all time, The Incredible. Oh, man, because, you know, I'm a comic book guy. So they got it right. The Incredibles is what the Fantastic Four movie should have been, man. The Incredibles was incredible to me. I loved it. I was like, yo, this, this, I feel like they made this for me, man. I feel like they made The Incredibles for me. Oh, man, loved it. Loved every piece of The Incredibles, man. Action scenes was dope. I was like, this was what the Fantastic Four should be Pixar once again six and oh they ain't made a bad joint yet man not even immediate everything was good and above just like man all right Pixar I see what y'all doing out here then we get to June 9th 2006 you get the movie Cars now Cars 
it was it was cool. Like, all right, this is the first time. I was just like, all right, all right, it, it was it was cool, but I, I really wasn't into it, man. I just it was too kiddy for me. Like, you know, I get it. You know, these are for the kids, but this one felt too damn kiddy. Like the way the cars looked, I was just like, ah, all right. I mean, you know, it was charming. It was witty, you know. But ultimately, I was just like, mm, I'm kind of cool on cars, man. I'm kind of cool. It was So kind of like, you know, they kind of six and one at this point, but not really a true loss because cars was enjoyable. But just compared to their other work, it was, it was a big step down for me, for me personally, for me. Then June 29th, 2007, Ratatouille. Now, Ratatouille is a tough sell because, you know, everybody hates rats, man. But, you know, I ain't got no beef with rats. So I enjoyed it. And you got one of my favorite things in life, food. Yes, I know it's a rat, food, the kitchen, you discussed it. But it was great. It was charming. I liked the scenarios, the setups, the characters, man. I enjoyed Ratatouille, man. Pixar was back on the scene. In, in my opinion, man. So a lot of y'all like cars. I was just like, eh, it's all right. Now, um, June 27th, the following year, 2008, Wally came out. Super sci-fi, little robot. You know, uh, dialogue is to a minimal in this joint. I dug it, man. I dug Wally. I was all in. I was invested. I cared about this little robot and, and the theme and and the storyline, I thought it was super dope, imaginative, original. I liked it, man. Pixar, once again. So at this point, they nine movies in. They eight and one, as far as I'm concerned. And I'm not even going to call Cars a loss. It was just a draw. We'll call Cars a draw. Because it wasn't bad. It was just like, mm, it was cool. It was, it was, it was cool. So I'm going to say Pixar at this point is eight, zero, and one. So cars being the tie. Then they come out in May, which is the best month of the year, I might add. May 29th, 2009. Up comes out. Now, Up was super dope. That's Up There is one of my favorite Pixar joints, along with the Toy Stories and the Incredibles. Now, Up, man, Up has the distinction of the quickest eye water of all time. Like, the movie was literally minutes in. And I'm already tearing up because, they, you know, they tell you the story of the couple and then, you know, she passes away minutes in. I don't even know these cats yet. And I'm already like, man, you know what I'm saying? It's tough, man, when you lose somebody, man. Up has the record for the fastest tear jerk, in my opinion, man. Out the gate. They ain't even waste no time tapping into my soul. I'm like, man, we we three minutes in, dog. We three minutes in, man. Come on. Oh, man. Up, man. They did their goddamn thing. And that storyline, man, just the imagination, man. The house with the balloons just floating. Tremendous original story, man. The concept was incredible. Um, so Pixar at this point, nine, zero, and one, man. Pixar is just, they can't be stopped. They can't be stopped. I was like, they're going to slow down after this. June 18th, 2010, the following year. They come out with Toy Story Goddamn 3. And that shit was fire. Toy Story 3 was fire, man. No pun intended when they almost went into the flames and, and was destroyed. Toy Story 3, man. Super dope. Eye water, emotions tapping into my soul. 
I was like, oh, you bastards. Pixar, you dirty bastards. They did their goddamn thing once again, man. And they tapped into my emotions. I'm already established with Woody and Buzz and them, man. It's like, they like family at this point. All this, you know, the potato heads and, and the pig and the dog. You just like, man, I know these cats, man. This is my family, man. And then the whole the whole villain joint and the big baby and the clown looking off in the distance, man. Toy Story 3 was tremendous, man. It ain't too many part threes where you could be like, yo, this might be the best one of the series, man. Oh, Toy Story 3 was incredible, man. All right, then the next the next year, June, we back in June. Cars 2. Ah, once again. Ah. I'm cool on cars, man. I'm cool on the cars franchise and, and, and even more less so than the than the first one. So at this point, I gotta give Pixar. This is day 12 movies in. So I'm gonna say at this point, they 10, 1, and 1. Okay. Still a tremendous, a tremendous record, man. 10, 1, and 1. Then the following year from that, the movie Brave comes out with the redhead girl, the bow and arrow, and the bear. I got to be honest with y'all. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I haven't seen Brave, so I can't even. <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Everybody just settle down. Everybody just settle down, man. Just take it. Ma'am, uh, settle down. I'm still talking. All right. <clears throat> I didn't see Brave, so I can't give it a review. I heard good things. I didn't hear it was the best, but I heard quality things. The next movie, June as well, the following year, Monsters University comes out. I haven't seen it. Ah, all, right, all right, everybody, all right, everybody, just settle down, man. Hey, hey, just all right, all right, sir. All right, no need to, no need to call me out my name, sir. Let's let's have some respect in here. I apologize. I didn't see Monsters University. I heard great things. I heard great things. <clears throat> it did well at the box office. The characters were back, man. Hey, hey, everybody just settle down, please. Okay. Then uh, they took a couple years off this time. Then in June 2015, last year, Inside Out. Incredible. Pixar does it again. They do it again. <clears throat> the concept behind Inside Out, man. Just just dealing with, you know, human emotions and stuff like that and, you know, fear and joy and, you know, anger. Incredible concept, man. And it was just, and they tapped into your soul again. Some more eye water, man. Like, come on, man. Y'all got to stop doing this to me, man. Characters you care about. Characters you remember, man. Inside Out was just dope as hell, man. One of the best movies of that year. Incredible storyline, the originality. Pixar is just killing it, man. Then that same year, in November, this is the first time they did two movies in one year, The Good Dinosaur comes out. Got to be honest, once again, I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. I didn't like the way the animation looked or the story. It just didn't appeal to me. I never. It looked too kiddy again. I, so I never made it to the to the. The Good Dinosaur is their lowest grossing uh film to date that's their least successful film to date the good dinosaur holds that distinction 
right right off coming off the super high that was inside out which is was smash they had the good the good dinosaur just didn't do the numbers like all the other pixar joints the reviews were were decent and they say visually it was incredible but eh, it really didn't uh it really didn't do too much out there man i ain't heard nobody talking about the good dinosaur like i ain't heard nobody been like man the good dinosaur like i ain't nobody's ever rolled up on that and that brings us to June 17th, 2016, the sequel to Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. This is a story about Dory, which is the, the fish with no short-term memory from the first, you know, from Finding Nemo. Now she wants to find her family. And this is, that's a tough task considering your short-term memory is that bullshit. So uh, doing incredible numbers at the box office. Like it said, an animated uh, record for opening weekend so it passed toy story uh three which held the record previously made like a hundred and like 30 some million opening weekend second weekend it made 70 something million on the second weekend man it's incredible man so it's probably it's probably going i think the the highest grossing animated feature of all time is uh if you don't inf- if you don't adjust for inflation i think it's uh frozen right now because it used to be toy story three and then Frozen passed it up. So I think Finding Dory has a shot at that title. All time, if you adjust for inflation, I think Snow White is still the the most successful animated movie of all time. But uh, that's if you adjust for inflation. Because, you know, ticket prices were like five cents when uh, Snow White came out. So Finding Dory, man. <clears throat> Me and the Baker Boys watched it yesterday, man quality stuff dog once again the characters you know marlin and nemo came back for the sequel you know the sea turtle was in there real quick but primarily it was a lot of new characters um the octop the octopus was well, the septopus because he was missing a he was missing the leg or tentacle arm whatever you call those that octopus have and um the new characters were funny as hell man pixar man the the, the seals on the little rock one of them's voiced by Idris Elba. And Idris Elba out here getting this work. You understand me? He was in the Jungle Book. He in Finding Dory, man. He going to be in Star Trek. Idris Elba is out here working. I love it, man. Anyway, so Finding Dory. Ellen DeGeneres does a great job as Dory, man. Dory is like one of those characters. You just like, man, she is so adorable, man. She just be forgetting like, ooh, wait, ooh. What are we what are we talking about? You you love it, man. It's so incredible. The way they the way they just write out these characters, man, and like, you know, how you connect with them on an emotional level is just incredible, man. That's what you want from movies, man. You want the movies to take you on a ride. You want them to take you somewhere visually, and then you just want to connect with them on a human level. And that's that's what Pixar knows how to do. They know how to tap into your humanity. With these characters, it may be cars, it may be animals, they may be, you know, toys, whatever. You're just going to be like, oh, man, I feel this. Like, the family, like, you know, them worrying about Dory and her, you know, forgetting about them and then remembering. It was just like, man, dog. They made my eyes water once again, man. I was like, you bastards. Pixar, man, y'all some filthy bastards for this. You got everybody's eyes just doing cardio man you bastards i'll just be like man y'all some cold pieces for tapping into my soul like this and like just just imagining like you know when i watch movies i try to tap into it as best i can and connect 
And so, like, I just imagine myself losing, you know, one of my kids. And in their case, Dory was their only child. And just imagining your child just vanishing. Like, you never you never give up hope trying to find your kid. And, like, you know, especially in a world where <clears throat> anything can happen, man. It's like, especially when you got, like, a, a, a child with a disability. you like, where is my kid? Like, how can you not connect and feel that? I was like, man, dog, Pixar, you dirty bastards. Finding Dory was great. Once again, Pixar does it again. They did not disappoint. Grade A material, great movie, man. Uh, Finding Dory was a really good sequel. Was it better than Finding Nemo? I don't know. Um, I can't say it is. I can't say it isn't. Both are great films. Uh, so it goes down in the books as a great sequel. Um Another great sequel for Pixar. Although I didn't see Monsters University and Cars 2 is just like, mm, yeah. So for, from what I've seen, so all right, here's the tally up. So Pixar has released 17 movies. I didn't see The Good Dinosaur, Monsters University, or Brave. So that's three I didn't see. So I got to take that out of the tally because I can't really put it in there if I haven't seen it. So. 17 minus 3. So we got 14 movies. So their record for me. Let's see. Let me let me tally up. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So Pixar is 12, 1, and 1. And my and that's an incredible track record. Now I still got to see the other two I haven't seen to really just tally up everything. Maybe I should have done that before I did the podcast. But they twelve one and one man. Come on man, that's that's a dope ass record man. Pixar, praise God that y'all are out here putting out this product. Now what they have upcoming? They got another Cars movie. I'm like oh. <laughs> Can we stop with the cars? I guess the kids really love it. And I always see, you know, the merchandise and marketing of cars is incredible. So I get it. I probably won't even watch Cars 3. Um, a movie called Coco. I don't know what that's about. They coming out with Toy Story 4 in 2018. And I got to wait until 2019 to watch The Incredibles 2, man. The Incredibles 2. I've been waiting on this sequel for Wait, when did the first Incredibles come out? 2000. I've been waiting on this sequel since 2004, man. Pixar, please, let's get this Incredibles 2 cracking, man. Pixar, I'm sure y'all are not listening to my podcast, but if you are, praise God for y'all very existence, man. Keep entertaining us. Keep making our eyeballs juicy. Keep making these great characters that we love and like that our children can enjoy. For generations to come, man, Pixar, you're doing your goddamn thing out here. Pardon my language, but, man, you're doing your goddamn thing, okay? Finding Dory was another crown. It was another jewel in y'all crown, man. Shout out to Pixar, man. And, hey, shout out to y'all for listening to another session of that verbal cardio. Y'all let me know what's your favorite Pixar joints. Give me your two favorite Pixar joints. Mine, The Incredibles, 
and Toy Story 3, man. Those are my two favorites of, of all time for Pixar. Y'all let me know y'all favorites. Let me know on Instagram, Tony Baker Comedy. Let me know on Snapchat, Tony Baker Comedy. Let me know. On, try not to let me know on Twitter because I may miss it, but I'm on Twitter, Tony Baker Comedy. And let me know on Facebook, Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook, man. Uh, let me know, man. Let me know what y'all think about Pixar and the movies that they've been putting out, man. Uh, let's talk about this, man. Anyway, and as usual, anything y'all want me to address on Verbal Cardio, hit me up on one of those platforms and let me know um, what you want me to touch on. And uh, I'll try my best to do that, guys. And thank y'all so much for listening to Verbal Cardio. Shout out again to my co-host, Water. We in here. And uh, thank you for listening to another session of that Verbal Cardio.